the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka and we are talking savings, investments, and your retirement. And uh, as always here, uh, this is a live show here in Houston, Texas. And uh, our motto and our philosophy, and it should be your philosophy, is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term, to save aggressively and invest conservatively. And today we're going to be talking about retirement. We're going to be talking about some different thoughts on retirement, uh, different ways to deal with finances at retirement. I'm talking about the markets, what's going on, uh, what what happened this week, a lot happening a tremendous amount of stuff happening this week, and really nothing changed all week. I think the, the S&P ended up virtually even on the week, which was just, uh, given all the news, was, was pretty remarkable. And uh, But that that's kind of where we're at. And, and so, yeah, it looks like just about even. And, and, and so, uh, but big changes are happening underneath the surface. That's really been our topic here recently, and quite a bit. Uh, we're we're still seeing a good economy coming up, and the the economy is picking up steam. Uh, people are some of the most optimistic in years. I, I I listened to I think it was Jim Cramer this week say this was the best the best uh, jobs market he'd ever seen, and uh, you know some other people are saying it's the best since 1968. I mean, it's just phenomenal. So a lot of really exciting things are happening, and uh, Donald Trump's policies of lower taxes lower uh, regulation, deregulation, and uh, standing up for working people in American companies doing business and producing things in the United States is really starting to pay off. And and so, it you know, we, we, you go through economic cycles, good and bad, but it's fascinating. Here we are a decade, yeah, not quite, you know, nine years into a recovery, and, you know, we, we went through eight years of Barack Obama and uh, – the Federal Reserve taking interest rates to zero and got very little gr- job growth, very very little wage growth. More importantly than than even the job growth, and, and so here we are, and uh, and now we try something new uh, with Donald Trump, and things seem to be turning around. It, quite frankly, it wasn't anything new. I mean, Donald Trump didn't reinvent the wheel or anything. He basically just copied what had worked in the United States of America for the last two hundred and something years. And great made it the greatest country on the face of the planet, and and said the United States is the greatest country in the in the, in, in the world, and and all of the things <laughs> things seem to 
to turn around. I, you know, I really, I, a kindergartner could have come up with this strategy. All he had to do was look at past history and uh, repeat it. And, but, you know, we tried something new and it utterly failed. And, and so here we are. Things are starting to change back with a free market, pro-growth, deregulation, low taxes, democratic system, which is the only system that's worked around the world. And it's really fascinating. And I, and I tell you what, one of the big stories this week is really, uh, is one of them, several of them, but really is it's China. I mean, really, fr- uh, uh, Thursday and Friday, it came out that uh, Trump put on more tariffs on China and China put more tariffs on the United States. I got a uh, uh an email from one of the the groups you know I belong to, and you know they're stating that oh the these tariffs were going to hurt the products they're producing, and and uh, you know and I'm like I really don't care even if it takes some money out of our pocket. Uh, my concern is the long term uh, well being of the United States of America and the in the in the people of the country and in the future for our children and my children, and and so we're standing up to China. So we kind of had this trade war break out, but it, it's really fascinating. If you look at the world today, there's massive changes going on. There are, I think over the last decade, somehow the idea came about that we're all one new world order and everything was the same. And really there was no difference between what Europe's doing, which is kind of socialism. You know, I don't know what Europe's got, quite frankly. I mean, I think it's really a bureaucracy built for the elites and the United States, a free market democratic system. And communist China, which is somewhat capitalistic, run basically a communist country that's with capitalist leanings. There was really no difference. They were all the same. Kumbaya, why can't we just get along? You know, you really, you people in the United States, you have too many freedoms, you know, freedom of speech, a freedom to own a gun. Those things really, you know, those things needed to be taken away. And really, maybe we don't need elections. And, 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 and but really, there there is a difference, and and you know that 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 sounds ridiculous. Like Ted, no one said we didn't need elections, and you know we've been talking about this, and something came across my desk, and y'all have probably heard this already, but but the the Inspector General's report came out and said, uh, so this is what some of the FBI employees were saying. All the people initially voting for her would not. They were anyway. Trump supporters are all poor, middle class, uneducated, lazy POSs that think he'll magically grant them jobs for nothing. Okay, now, we would say that, and other people would say that over the last three or four years, this is how Washington thought of the middle class in the in the people in this country, the working people, and everyone would laugh. But here it is, members of the FBI, the top echelon of the FBI making remarks about this, about Donald Trump. But really, it's not that they were making remarks about Donald Trump that concerns me or they didn't like Donald Trump. What really concerns me is the attitude of people in Washington that the rest of the people in the rest of the country are poor and middle class, uneducated, lazy POSs. That's their philosophy up there. And and it, it's really so disappointing that, that, that to confirm what a lot of people have suspected. And if you really want to understand why Donald Trump is there, not the most perfect candidate in the world. All you have to do is read the email text from the upper echelon of the FBI, and you'll understand why why they the the working people put him up there to clean up this mess. But so so we have a capitalist system, like Ted. Where are you going here? And 
But here's the other thing. This is what's not well understood out there in the world today is China is going back to a hardline communist country. China is has been a lot of the reformers, a lot of the more uh, people that want to open China up have been put in jail. A lot of them have been silenced. A lot of them have been kicked off social media and their passports held up. They can't talk. Uh, and and it, 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 it's, it's, they're jailing people. They put in a new credit system over there that, that they look at your, at, at, at your, uh, at what you do at your charity work, at, at your social media. What are you commenting on? They're, they're looking at, at, at what you're doing, how you're political leaning. Are you dissenting with the government at all? And then they're giving you a rank. And so if you're, if you're, if you're dissent, if, if you're, for instance, if you were, uh, if you were supporting, uh, the Democrats and the Republicans were in power, then you would get here if they instituted the science, you'd get lower down the list because uh, because you supported the opposition party. You might not get access to credit. Your kids might not get to go to the right schools. You might not be allowed to buy a house. OK, or it could be vice versa. The Democrats can empower if they put China's new proposal in and the Republicans couldn't. If there's anything more un-American than this, it's what's happening in China. China has become the anti-America. And, and, and so but China is going now. They're Chinese. Chinese. They're not stupid. I mean, they want to make their country great. They want to have jobs for their workers. They want to build up their country. I mean, you know, it's it's. As crazy as some of their stuff that they come up with is, but they 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 want what's best for China in in a, in a way. And so, uh, let me get that cell phone out of my pocket there. Uh, they want what's best for China, and, and so they go look. Let's come up with a plan to try to get all these industries that the United States has. And so they're taking these jobs and taking taking our 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 working jobs and our future, and they're putting them into. Uh, in their in their, and they're trying to get them for themselves, and so the, the, nothing wrong with that. But then they're stealing our technology. This is what, and they're stealing our our trade secrets. Uh, I've had people tell me, major companies uh, it, with bases in Houston have told me, "Hey, Ted, we put it. This was literally twenty years ago. Ted, we put a factory in China to make X, Y, Z, and within one year." Right down the road, there was an identical factory making identical thing with our top secret technology. And so but this has been going on for years. Finally, Donald Trump is standing up. Here's the problem. And this is kind of a long-winded explanation of what's going on, is Donald Trump is trying to change things. He's trying to do things that are difficult. Uh, did Barack Obama not want to improve trade relations for the U.S.? Yes, he did. Did George W. Bush? Yes, he did. Did Bill Clinton? Yes. All of these people wanted to improve. They wanted fair trade, and they wanted China to stop. None of them were able to achieve anything at all. And the reason is they would get sandbagged every time, and then it wasn't worth the trouble to do what Donald Trump is doing. It's it's so hard. It creates so much problem so many problems that they all back off they get a few face saving deals from the chinese and the chinese keep doing what this is a long way a winded way of me saying i think this trade war with china is the real deal i i think it's it's proceeding along i think it's something that has to be done uh we have to stand up to china for intellectual theft we have to stand up to china for stealing our technologies for cyber hacking for engaged in tariffs, engaged in special taxation, engaged in rules and regulations that require a minimum of 51% or control of the China, of, 
of the of in China of the company if you want to do business in China we have to we have to stand up to China with one roadblock after another to make sure that 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 US companies can't get a foothold in China and we have to stand up to the massive completely destructive pollution that's coming out of China if you disagree go just go look at the Go look at an uh, at a uh, pictures of the United States and China from over, from uh, from the space station, and you'll see what I'm talking about. The, it, the biggest polluter on planet Earth is China, and, and and so we have to stand up to these people. And and so Donald Trump is doing it, and this is going to be a much tougher thing. We have to convince multinational companies that hey, you better be careful in doing business if you're going to move all your factories to China because you might not be getting those products back into the United States. We want them to question their supply chains. We want them to question their manufacturing bases, and we want to sit there and them to question whether they want to have all their eggs in the China basket, and then at the expense of the American workers. And that's what we're doing here, and we're making profit. But it's tough and it's not easy. This is going to cause problems on Wall Street. This is going to spook the, it, the, 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 the China trade war took a turn for the worst here uh, this week uh, with more of these things coming. And the China is going to put their tariffs on uh, around, I think, January, uh, July 1st, I mean, somewhere in there, uh, the first week of July. So we're going to see it's going to be a, a tough negotiations back and forth on this stuff in and I and so I think this is this is going to be a problem. And so this is something we want to watch. And then we still have the trade issues with Europe, and with Canada and Mexico. I, I'm surprised Canada and Mexico has been as tough to deal with as they are. If they would have just kept their mouths shut and negotiated, we, they would have probably already had their deal. And but uh, but but I think this is I think this is having a corrosive effect on the financial markets. You're already seeing with problems in the emerging markets. You're seeing it in in other areas as well. And so this is something we want to watch. So I think the trade deal is a bigger thing and in a more intractable problem than people realize. And the other real important thing to remember before we take this quick break is the establishment in Washington D.C now understands the threat that China is. I don't think, I think for years and years they just kept hoping that things would change. But once uh, the, the, the president of China put these new place programs in place and started rounding people up and started rounding up the past government and putting them in jail, and everything, they're starting to understand really, and they saw the 2025 rule that they're going to try to get all of the industry in China. They understand China's a threat to the United States. This is not going to be resolved easily. And so, anyway, I, I wanted to bring that up, and it, it will affect your retirement. It will affect the markets, in, 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 I think we're going to see that over the next six to nine months. So anyway, it's something to think about. A lot of other big things. I also want to talk about some of the things with your retirement, how you should position yourself at retirement, how you should move the money at retirement. Uh, should you... Uh, should you deal with debt at retirement on that? So we'll be discussing that after this quick break right here on the Max Out Savings Show. The Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka will return shortly. To speak with Ted Gioka now, call 713-339-1070. Back in a moment with the Max Out Savings Show. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. 
With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Saving Show. We're talking savings investments in your retirement. Uh, this is a live show here in Houston, Texas. You can give us a call at 713-339-1070. This is one of Houston's most popular financial shows. And we're here to take your questions and comments if you have some. Uh, I wanted to touch base uh, a couple things with on, on retirement and the uh, the debt, debt levels. And this is an interesting thing that's come up. In the past... The the general thought was you wanted to have your 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 debt paid off at retirement or close to it. And one of the things we're seeing, and even talking to some clients and things, we we run into this is everyone was lulled in. The Federal Reserve took interest rates down to five thousand year lows. I love repeating that comment, but it just it, it, it's so amazing in in two thousand sixteen. And so the situation evidently by 2016 was so dire that they you know it, it it just shows you the you know the clueless federal reserve but but rates were so low and you're getting zero on your money market zero on your cd's it, and so and but rates were it was cheap to borrow so people became lulled into borrowing more money and retirees said well the money is so cheap i'll just get some and what the, and so so there's this there's this rule of thought well if you could make uh, X, Y, Z in the markets or elsewhere, you can borrow the money. But the problem is at retirement, it's a different world. You're no longer working. If you make some mistakes when you're working and you, you hurt your retirement plan or get yourself in debt, you can always cut work harder, make some more money, cut back your expenses and build back up again. Once you've retired, you have a certain amount of money or a certain amount of income to deal with. And that's kind of it. Maybe you can go back to work and some people do, but, uh, 
you're sort of stuck into it. That's kind of the situation. So you have to be more careful. And so this is what debt is. Debt is the problem. The debt eventually has to be paid off, paid back. Now, if if you're borrowing money at 5,000-year lows in interest rates, what are the odds over the next 20 years that interest rates go up? It's probably really, really, really good. And so if interest rates go up, that means your debt service cost is going to go up, which means it's going to take you longer to pay back your debt. And that means if interest rates go up, that means you're going to have to take money out of your other areas, maybe expense budget, travel budget, or something else to pay for the higher debt that people have convinced you to to take on at retirement. And, and so so I, we're now seeing more inflation. We, we, we see the, saw the the, the CPI go up. We saw the PPI go up. Uh, some of these numbers have been pretty high, 2.4, some cases 3% debt, I mean 3% inflation. And, and we've, we've done a lot of studies of inflation. It'll go up, you know, it'll kind of bounce up and, you know, go up one, you know, one year up a little bit. And the next year it maybe goes to 35 4%. All of a sudden it goes to 5 or 6%. And all of a sudden rates go up to 5 or 6%. And interest rates have doubled on you and you're in trouble. And then all of a sudden you can't afford your house. You can't afford your lifestyle because of the debt. So the question is, uh, should you take on debt or not? If you if your if your debt is paid off, particularly your house is paid off, there's a tremendous peace of mind of being debt free at retirement. Saying, look, hey, if all else fails, I'll just cut back and just live, but I can keep my house, I can keep everything, and I can maintain, you know, I can cut back my lifestyle, but I maintain my house, my property, everything, and I don't have to worry about losing anything. And that is huge. And uh and Whereas if you have debt, if all of a sudden things start going up, you really it puts you into trouble, and then you start worrying. It takes years off your life, and then you get in trouble. And and so, what type of debt should you have at retirement? Generally, a couple. This is a couple of thoughts. Uh, house. I think you should have your your home paid off within, I'll say, five years of the most of retirement. It doesn't have to be perfect. You know, if you're retiring next year at, at, at 67 and the house is paid, it takes five more years, and you can kind of get your house paid off, and then five years you're done, and boom, you, you know, it, it's over. And so, but somewhere in that time frame, you want to have your home paid off within five years. That Your house is paid off. You don't have anything to worry about. And 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 so you're protected your home is protected your your house your your tax base is 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 stabilized uh because you turned 65 with the homestead exemption and so you've locked in your within 5 years you've locked in your taxes and you've effectively not completely but close to it and you've locked in your you don't have a home payment. So the only thing you really have is 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 utilities and insurance which isn't that bad and and so you can kind of work through that now cars this is another one uh, you know it goes back and forth uh you can either take the cash out of your plan and pay for it or you can borrow rate when you're borrowing a car typically your shorter term rates have been pretty low and you can borrow at a reasonably low rate and the key is within three years or four years that you the car is paid off and then you don't have your car. Your car note goes away, and it's like getting a raise, and you can set. And the cars typically will last you ten years or more. Into that, for retirees that don't drive a lot, you know, I, I think you could easily use a car for fifteen years if you wanted to. And these cars really hold up. And so, so 
borrowing money for a car is okay. With a reasonable car, uh, and you want to get a reasonable car with a good track record of repairs. You don't want a car that, that, you know, a Maserati or something that, you know, every time you go in there, it's got to be doing with an Italian mechanic and they got to bring the parts in from, from Italy. And then you're, you know, every time it's a problem. So you get something that's reasonable and, and then you, t- you take on debt for your car and that's it. Credit card debt. It's all. Time and again, we see the credit card debt never goes away. The credit card debt tends to be at a pretty high rate, and it sits there. I I would avoid credit card debt at all costs, with the exception of using it to kind of smooth out your cash flow until uh, you know maybe you take get your RMD at the end of the year and you use it to pay down some of your some of your debt you've taken on that way. But minimize the the credit card debt. Any debt you should take on should be some type of mortgage debt that, I don't mean mortgage debt, but but a debt that amortizes to zero, like a car loan, like a home loan, a, a, a thir- say a 15-year uh, home loan or property loan or a four or five-year car loan that goes to zero. So you can tough it out for a few years and then it goes away and, and, your, and your retirement is stabilized again. What you want to avoid for for debt is open-ended credit card debt, open-ended debt. You want to completely avoid balloon notes. If you're coming up on retirement, it's insanity to have balloon notes because you might not be able to refinance on the balloon note. Your retirement income could go down for whatever reason and you're in trouble and and you're stuck. And and and, and that's extremely dangerous. You could lose your home, you could lose your property. The second second thing, uh, you know, not really the second, but another thing you want to avoid is you want a fixed rate. We have record low rates, even though they've gone up quite a bit from where they were. They're reasonably low, so you want to have fixed rate debt, in my opinion. And the reason is, let's say you take out, you borrow a hundred thousand dollars for whatever in your house or whatever. Let's say you two hundred thousand dollars. It's it's a fixed rate, but it if if interest right now at the ten years at about two point nine seven something like that, let's say rates go back down to one point three in the mortgage, and so you took out a four and a half percent mortgage, and you can go refinance at three and a half percent. You cut your rate and you're set. Boom! So rates go down. You refinance. You you lower your rate. Now let's say all of a sudden we start getting inflation coming in. The Chinese start trying to sell our sell our. Uh, Bonds rates go up, uh, inflation kicks off. All of a sudden, in you know next year or two, uh, maybe in twenty twenty, in- inflation's at six percent or something. And all of a sudden, rates are at six percent, and and then you got to refinance or your rates start going up. That starts digging into your retirement. And, and so, if you get a big inflation, if you get a, a hyperinflation, rates go way up. It wipes you out. You could lose your home. You could lose your your property. And, and so, that's the one thing you don't want to do. And, and so you want to have something so it, it, it's paid off within a reasonable period of time, and it pays down at, at a fixed rate if possible. And particularly with the home, you can lock in a home. So if if you're not in a fixed rate loan, I, I mean, I would really have it on the outside chance. People forget in Mexico, I want to say it was 20 years ago or so, they had a, the, the peso crisis, and interest rates skyrocketed in Mexico. 
a lot of people in Mexico lost their homes because they couldn't, interest rates went up, they doubled, and effectively they could not afford the payments and they lost their homes. And people lost their businesses in Mexico and they got wiped out. And you could see the same thing happen. None of us can predict the future, but we can prepare for the future and protect ourselves from the future. And and what we by protecting yourself, you, you conservatively manage your investments, you have fixed rate debt, you have low debt, you have debt that amortizes to zero at a certain time in the future. So if anything happens, if you get in a rough spot, you can you can navigate through it, but there's an end game to get you out of it. And and, and you're protected. And that's the key. And that's the mistake people make. They assume the world today is going to be the same world 10, 5 or 10 years from now. The chances of that are remote. And just look at past history. In the 50s, look, in the 1930s, we had a depression very similar to what we had today. In the 1940s, we had a world war where basically upended the entire United States of America. Uh, uh, most people were put into armed forces. Women were put into the workforce and just to sit there and help supply the guns and the, and the bullets. And, and then in the 50s, it changed. Uh, people came back. We had a housing boom. We had low interest rates. We had a magnificent growth in the U.S. economy going forward as we rebuilt the world. And then in the 60s, which is very similar to what we see today, we had a very hot mark. We had a very hot jobs market. We had a lot of hiring. Inflation started coming up. The Fed was Federal Reserve under uh, uh, G. Gordon Miller was late. I think it was Fed Miller was late. They didn't raise rates when they should have. Rates started. Inter- inflation started taking off. We got hit with the oil shocks in the 70s. We had massive inflation in the 70s. And, and and then we, we had uh, uh, Paul Volcker came in and shut down inflation by taking interest rates to 10 or 11%, wiped out a lot of people. And then in the 80s, we had oil boom up again to 100. It, we had, in Houston, Texas, huge numbers of people went bankrupt investing in real estate and, and, and because interest rates shot up again in the oil market collapse. And, and so everything has always changed. And we had the big bull market of the 80s. And so everything is always changing. Things are happening. Things are always different. So... Plan for the future by bulletproofing your portfolio, having conservative risk-managed retirement, and, and, and understand. We talked about a couple weeks back on the show uh, uh, a study. If you, if, you, if you have your retirement, if, if, if the stock market falls just 15% the first year you retire and then 15% the, the next year you retire, the chances are, based on, on, the, on the numbers that we're using, you didn't you didn't have enough money for retirement and you ran out of money but they did the same study but near the end of retirement the the, the market dropped 15% and then it dropped 15% again you had enough money so early on in retirement taking big financial hits due financial crisis can wipe out your retirement you know people forget in 2009 the market bottomed down about S&P 500 index fund, which is everybody in this country is piled into foolishly right now, is, in my opinion, is, is, was down 57%, which means if you had a million dollars and you were set for retirement and things were looking really well at start of 2008, all of a sudden, you know, you're looking about 15 months later, you're at $430,000 in, in, in all of a sudden your retirement's wiped out. And so understand, plan for the future it doesn't. The difference between a fixed rate and a floating rate isn't that much. Uh, you know, the locking in instead of doing a thirty-year home loan, 
you know, as you're getting, you know, a little later in years, do a 15 year. It's a little bit more money, but you got 15 years left of paying for a note in the future when you're closer to retirement or at retirement. That's when it makes a big difference. So take, make the, Make the little tougher choices now to protect your future because you never know when you're going to need it. And, and that's one of the keys. That's one of the real messages we want to get across here today is, you know, understand your debt, lock in that fixed rate debt, uh, have a term limit on the debt, and try to keep the debt on your automobile or, or something or the or the house just and get it paid off quickly. And that's, that's one of the real keys. Tell you what. We're coming up here in a break, but if you've got any questions or comments, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070. One of the way, we we're gonna we write a lot about this in our Max Out Savings Report. Our, we write about all types of stuff in this report. We've written, we, we actually, the most recent one, we actually talked, we have a, a map showing you global particulate pollution in the world today, which is, you're like, Ted, what does that have to do with retirement? And the answer is nothing, but I wanted to put it in there anyway. So you can see that the United States is actually has some of the cleanest air in the world when it comes to particulate. So when people tell you how bad we are, you know, understand that this is the greatest country in the world. We write about, we're going to be writing about these debt issues. Back in 2007, we wrote, in 2007, we wrote there were going to be failures of investment banks. We put a chart of the balance sheets of the big investment banks in the report and detailed exactly how it was going to happen. Almost nobody on Wall Street or in the country did what we did. We we, we put a lot of really interesting things in there, in addition to just, you know, in the last report, we also talked about making sure you lock in those fixed rate because inflation's moving forward. Now's the time with low rates to lock in your, your rate. We, all types of neat things on retirement in the world today in the Max Out Saving Report. This is a free report. We have thousands of, of listeners on the report list. Uh, it's a free. Once you sign up, you're on the list. We don't call you up. We don't bother you. It's a private list, and it, it, it's it, one of the, the ways you can participate in the Max Out Savings Show. And you can also, if you go to the website, maxoutsavings.com, if you want to meet with me, you can request an appointment. I'll show you how we manage money at Max Out Savings Advisors using our value investing approach to the stock and bond market where we do a lot of risk analysis. But but at a minimum, sign up for the free report. It's maxoutsavings.com. We've got our new website up there. It's very exciting. We're really fired up about it. Actually, Sam Malone's company did it. It's maxoutsavings.com. Tell you what, we'll be right back after this quick break on the Max Out Savings Show. If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to maxoutsavings.com to set up an appointment. That's maxoutsavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground. 
and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. We return now to the Max Out Savings Show. Here's Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings, investments, in your retirement. Our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively, invest conservatively. If you've got any questions or comments, this is the last segment of the show, 713-339-1070. We're just talking about the importance of paying off debt at retirement or structuring your debt correctly at retirement. Look, one of the reasons we bring this up is I understand everybody can't have their debt paid off at retirement. So you want to structure things so it's paid off close to retirement. Then you want to structure it so your interest rate is locked in and you want to structure it so you don't have balloon payments into retirement that could take you out. That's the key. Remember, this is about long-term financial survival. And uh, the uh, interesting week in the market, the Federal Reserve raised rates up to, what, one and, uh, one and three quarters to uh, 2%. And, and it, we're seeing... We're seeing the uh, a constant kind of increase in in there. The uh, th- they're going to continue to tighten. The uh, the the Europeans are are, are cutting back on, on their quantitative easing, and, and really the asset markets have, flo- have floated up on a sea of money. In, in really an experiment that's never been done before of flooding the world with money to see if you can get the economy going, and it's really it's it's really not. Uh, not really worked out like uh, people thought. And it, we haven't gotten the growth rate we thought. We're start, finally starting to get get it, get it up, but it's really taken a lot of time to get it. And, uh, the, and Donald Trump's things have really kind of changed the, have changed the, uh, he, he's changed the game, I think. And, and so the economy is heating up and and we're really looking at 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 inflation starting to come up, and 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 this is why the Fed is raising rates. They're going to raise rates more this year, and and, and so I, I think you know the market kind of absorbed that. And really, the big news was really the the tariffs put on by the United States and the tit for tat tariffs out of China, and, and something really interesting. The market kind of plunged Friday and then came back up, but what 
one thing, if, 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 if you look what really happened was, is the market came back up some, but what didn't happen is, what did also happen is the dollar surged up uh, on the news Thursday when this came out. It really surged up and then went up some more on, on Friday a little bit. And gold Friday really cracked, uh, massive selling. Uh, somebody dumped a quarter of a million contracts onto the market. It worked out about $34 billion worth of face of gold was dumped on the market, crashing the gold price. And and, and what this looks, I think this is all related to kind of the trade war with China. I, I, th- I think that the Chinese might possibly break, you know, start devaluing the, the Chinese yuan. Uh, interestingly, what you're not seeing happen, which is what everyone says if a trade war broke out, the Chinese would, would dump treasuries, and that would force interest rates up. And and I don't know if they're not doing that or if the Fed or someone's in contact. I, I don't think they're doing I think the I think the more subtle way for the Chinese is, and they tend to be think, they're much more subtle in how they do things, is to push, is to kind of maybe break the, the to depreciate the yuan, push the dollar up, and then put, that puts U.S. at a disadvantage and kind of sends the same message without people really understanding what they're doing, except the people that really, you know, that are doing the negotiating. They all know it, and, they, and they, it's pressure on them. But it's not as it, it's not as in-your-face tactic as as selling treasuries. And this is why you're not seeing that. You know, the big boogeyman with the trade war was always the Chinese have 1.2 trillion dollars worth of treasuries. Or one point one, I think one point one trillion. They were going to dump those in the market, and rates were going to skyrocket. That's not happened. They're being a little more subtle about it, and I think I I, I really think the crack in the in the gold market and the in the in the in the spike in the dollar Thursday and Friday really are telling you something big is going on behind the scenes. And I really think I don't think anybody's really understanding what's happening. I I think the dollar is moving higher. We're, we're long the dollar for our clients in. In, in in using some ETFs and uh, uh, I I think I think that's what you're seeing happening here and, and I and I do think it's a bigger concern that right now the market has been kind of unconcerned they're not paying any attention because that they just assume it's all going to go away I'm not convinced it is I think it's going to take a much tougher pro- much more pushing back and forth to really get everybody to the table to make some genuine concessions. It's just too hard on both sides for people not to, to, to make concessions. If Donald Trump folds up right now, the American people are going to be furious with him. And and the Chinese president really can't fold because the people... And so you have to kind of reach a point where everyone goes, well, look, guys, we really need to get something together. And just, you know, uh, the, th- the quote, threat of a trade war, we got to settle. I don't I don't think it's going to do it. I mean, I think this is we've been saying this for months now that this China thing is bigger than people realize. Most people you've been listening to out there have all been telling you, don't worry about it. This is just going to get, you know, this is going to go away. Donald Trump's going to compromise and everyone's going to, it's kumbaya. And we said, no, this is the real deal. It's going to get tougher. And I think, I think that's something we're going to continue to watch. Uh, but the market, the, the S&P 500 for all that barely moved this week. A couple things came out this week. The the Europeans are going to, are cutting back on their bond purchasing Quantitative, the United, the U.S. is is going to continue probably two more rate cuts, maybe three rate increases this year. Inflation is going up, and we have a very hot economy in the United States. The Fed is going to continue to pull money, reduce quantitative easing. Okay, 
that is that one of the big stories out there. The Japanese are trying to reduce quantity. All this money is starting to be slowly pulled back in here. Okay, that's not a positive for the market. That was the message that came out this week. And the second message that came out this week is, it, well, you know, based the first one was we have a very strong economy. The second one is the quantitative easing in the United States and Europe to a slower extent and Japan to an even slower extent are all pulling back quantitative easing. And the third thing is is the trade war is not over. It's heating up between the United States and, and China. So, these, but having said all that, big big spike in the dollar, dropping gold. Uh, the S and P almost finished even in the week. I don't. I. I. I I think they're going to be run into more problems there, and this is something we want to kind of continue to watch uh, going forward. I, I, I think this is going to continue to accelerate. And I, I tell you what, I think a lot of these c- countries figure, hey, why should we settle with Donald Trump and give him a win? If we play really tough and it makes it looks like he's losing, he might lose the, the Democrats who get a control of the House and the Senate, and then we won't have to deal with Donald Trump anymore. They'll impeach him or something. And, and so... You know, there's start as much as the talk of of the Russia collusion routine. We have basically foreign countries all trying to game the United States system to take out the president of the United States and maybe get him impeached. You know, what's a bigger threat, Russia or or the EU or or China trying to you know slap sanctions on on the core of the United States and the farming and manufacturing base to try to hurt Trump's base so 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 he gets uh, impeached or something. What what is a bigger manipulation? And and so, <clears throat> the, my point to y'all is this is this is a tough hardball game, and no one's going to go. You know it's it, you know it's not going to be easy for anybody, and, and expect more problems here. The uh, other thing I wanted to touch base on. Let me get a drink here. The, the is the uh, your retirement rollover. We talked a lot about this in the show over the years. Uh, if if you're coming out of retirement, you get two choices. Actually, there's there's a couple different choices. You can keep your money in your 401k plan. You can uh, annuitize it in some cases. Uh, so you just get a, a check. You can uh, just so you get a monthly check, or you can just take if you got a million dollars in your 401k plan, you can call them up and say, "Hey, give me a million dollar check," and uh, they'll only. S- They'll send you part of it. We'll get to that. Or you can roll it over into an IRA. Now, if you go, look, I just want my million dollars. I'm going to put it in the bank. We actually had someone that made a good case for this. I never will forget that call. But we'll talk about that another time. Uh, it was a unique situation. But but so you get your million dollars. You call them up. So look, I'm not rolling it over. I want it in my hands so I, no one can touch it and the government can't get it. They will send you $800,000. And you call back and say, whoa, I had a million dollars in my 401k plan. What happened to the other 200000 I go, well, look. If you take the million dollars out of your plan, it's going to be taxable, and the government requires us to withhold 20% if we're making a, distrib- uh, a, a, a distribution out of the plan in, 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 into your name. And so uh, if you're cashing out your 401k plan, to so go, oh, whoa, whoa, that's not what I wanted. How can I change this? Well, here's what you can do. You can do you can roll it up if, if, if you decide to put it into an IRA, so you go over to someone you know, you go over to the bank or you go over to Max Out Savings Advisors and open up an IRA account, which is what we do. And and then you can take your money and do a trans- trustee to trustee transfer. And they'll, they'll either send you a check in payable to John Doe uh, IRA account, uh, to TD Ameritrade IRA account of John Doe, 
or they'll uh, do a trustee-to-trustee transfer and transfer the money directly into your new account at Max Out Savings Advisors. We use TD Ameritrade, and they'll put it in there, and and, and so you're set. Now, there, there's a lot of talk, you know, with, with the rule, the fiduciary rule of whether you should roll the money over or keep it in the plan. The plans have gotten much more efficient fee-wise, but one of the things you really run into is over time, if you leave the money in your plan, there's really no one in the company you can talk to anymore. You don't have the, the, the people you want. Now, you could do – there's a big push from the government for everyone to take annuities in their in their retirement. And one of the things that concerns me about that is it, I, I worry about the future of, of we have basically massive government spending. We have entitlements – that we, you know, the Social Security, Medicaid, all these things, we can't afford these things. And eventually a big inflation comes up, like it happened in the, you know, numerous times, most recently in the 70s, and in, in, in really wipes out everybody's, it wipes out the dollar. And if that, if, if you have an annuity, all of a sudden your annuity, which maybe was worth three thirty five hundred dollars a month on real value with the big inflation, is suddenly only worth $500 a month. And so... I think it's a better since most people get social security that's kind of an annuity too so you're already getting some annuity stuff so I think it's better to roll them over I, I because I think that inflation fear is out there and and I think it's a bigger risk than people think and so anyway so something to think about with your retirement but you generally want to either roll it over or keep the money in your 401k one other thing that we run into we talk to people a lot and this is your 401k and in a lot of people, it's not the, it's not max out savings money. It's not fidelity, you know, fidelity's money. It's not the insurance company's money. We run into particularly fidelity's particularly aggressive at trying to keep you to keep the money in the plan or move it over to them because that's how they get their bonuses at fidelity. And so you have to make it really clear that hey, this is my money. I'm going to do with it what I want. And and we're seeing more and more of this. Whereas before it used to be, you just say, "Hey, I'd like to roll my money over." They go, "Hey, where? What? What do you knew? What would you like to go? What's the account number? We'll get it taken care of." Now, you really get this pressure from these people, and they shouldn't be pressuring you because it's your money. And typically, remember, this is t- people you're talking to. Oftentimes, aren't the people at the company? It's someone that they've farmed out to do this. You know, Fidelity is the big one out there now. But understand, this is your money to do as you want. And and so, a lot of these. Companies have a vested interest of putting you into a uh, you know high cost product, something that's fully invested all the time. And their philosophy is just keep it in there; the market always goes up. And you know they forget we've had numerous times, decades in U.S. history where the market has gone nowhere or collapsed and wiped out people's savings. And so, if you don't have a risk plan in place, you're going to be in trouble. And most of these big companies, Fidelity in particular. They don't believe in having a risk plan in place. They just believe have it in the market all the time in mutual funds and don't worry about it. And I think there's a real risk in the future where we have risk of inflation. We have risk of trade wars. We're going to have another financial crisis with record debts in the world. We have the our debt le- <clears throat> debt has gone up about a third globally in the last ten years, even after an economic crisis. We've got another one coming up, and I think a lot of people are unprepared for it. And so it's important. It's your money to put it where you want and not let people kind of convince you or tell you where to put the money. And and, and so understand they have to do what, what you're told. We get a lot of questions on that, surprisingly enough, a lot of frustration from people. People have to send stuff back three times even though it's done correctly every time. 
and 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 a lot of these companies really need to be a little bit better about doing this stuff and and you know not trying to hold the money as hard as they do but that's just something to think about so anyway a couple thoughts. We're coming up on the end of the show. If you haven't signed up for our free max out saving report, we, we write a lot about this. We write about the debt issues that retirement, de- the debt issues retirees are dealing with nowadays, unlike in the past. We, we write about, we think we're seeing more inflation there, a hotter economy. We're seeing job growth, wage growth, factories coming in. And, and things are fundamentally changing from a financial economy where the market goes up all the time to the real economy where jobs, wages, and factories go up. And so this is going to change the investment landscape over the next couple of years, and you've got to prepare for it. And we write about this in our Max Out Savings Report. So if you need some help, go to our website. It's maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com with an S at the end. And sign up for the free report. It's free. We've got thousands of people on this list. We have all types of neat things in the report, which here to help. You can also request an appointment. I'll sit down with you. Anyway, we're done with the show for this week. If you've got any questions or comments, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070. Wait, actually, we're done. Yeah, I Remember, our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term, to save aggressively and invest conservatively. I hope everyone has a great week, and we'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka on AM 1070, The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.